right, Game Time Podcast, we're back. Another rambling session, NFL wildcard weekend this weekend. Going to be going through each of these games, a couple of the keys that I think some of the teams need to win, some of the, you know, top storylines as far as weather and things of that nature go. And I'm also going to be covering a few of the betting lines and what I think I would pick for spread and even even just outright winners for some of these games. So let's get right into it. Um, we have in a couple hours starting Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. Of course, they played just a couple weeks ago, and the Browns got the best of them, I believe, winning by 12 against the Texans in Week 16. And the big story coming into this game is C.J. Stroud is now available and will be playing in this game. He did not in Week 16, and that proved to be a big um, deciding factor in that game. One of the keys in this game also that people are kind of overlooking here is that in Week 16, the Texans were also missing Will Anderson and Blake Cashman, their star linebacker. So I think something that everyone's overlooking is is the the Texans' defense here. I know, I know, obviously C.J. Stroud is going to add a lot to their offense, but as far as the defensive side of the ball, I think Joe Flacco. We know he's a gunslinger. He has um, a lot of interceptions this year. I, I don't even know the ratio, but he he's been throwing for you know, 300, 400 yards per week, but also he'll give you three interceptions that game as well. So I think this defense, if they can get get pressure um, with Will Anderson, I think it's going to be a tough, tough battle for the Browns. That being said, I, I do like the Browns a lot. Their defense, obviously, best in the league. However, it does not travel well, which also bodes well for the Texans. The Browns' defense drops from first in the league to uh, mid-20s on the road, which I don't understand. I know the the age-old saying it's defense travels and defense wins championships, but this Cleveland Browns team, for whatever reason, their defense does not travel well. So we'll have to see how that plays out. It's in a dome, no weather factors here. The Houston Texans are getting two and a half right now, I'm seeing, on DraftKings. And, you know, if I'm betting the spread, I'm taking the Texans. I may even take them outright. I think this is going to be much more of a shootout than people realize I think you have two really good quarterbacks playing this game like I just said Joe Flacco absolute gunslinger the Browns are going to be throwing the ball around and then CJ Stroud on the other side the best I mean undoubtedly the best rookie QB in the league arguably one of the top three top five QBs heading into the playoffs here so I think it's gonna be a bit of a shootout expect a couple long touchdowns especially on the Texan side I would say Um, I think I think it gets gets started kind of early um, and ultimately, I think the Texans' defensive players being back, I think, proves to be a big factor in this game. I'm taking the Texans to win outright. Definitely taking the Texans' points minus, or sorry, plus two and a half. Um, and that's that's the Browns-Texans. Moving on, we have the Dolphins versus Kansas City. Now, this is the main game that I was really excited to talk about here. We have the weather being a huge factor in this game. It's projected to be zero degrees with, I think, minus 30 wind chills is what's being reported. No snow. As of right now, excuse me, but just an absolute cold weather game. The stats flying around are the Dolphins 0-10 in the last two years in games below 40 degrees. But, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. The Chiefs right now are getting 5.5 points favored. Minus 5.5 for the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know what to really think of this game. Definitely take the under on points, I'd say, at 44.5 right now. I think that's a lot of points for this cold of a game, but... Ah, with the Chiefs' struggles offensively, it's it's hard for me to pick against the Dolphins in this. I know the Dolphins are reeling, but just a couple of key points I wanted to touch on because it's it's pretty much a consensus that people are taking the Chiefs to win this, and even in kind of a blowout, honestly, it's not even close. As you see, I mean, five and a half points, that's not a 
that's not a small line. So I'm hearing people saying that Miami Dolphins have no chance in this game. I heard Will Bond on ESPN the other day say they have no chance, absolutely no chance, just because of the cold weather. But I would like to point out, obviously the Dolphins, headed by Mike McDaniels, are known as this greatest show on turf, high-flying offense. You have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell on the outside, Tua behind center airing it out. However, it's worth noting that Mike McDaniels is a former running game coordinator. So for as much credit as the Dolphins get, and rightfully so for, you know, this creative play calling motions behind, excuse me, before the snap, screen game, Tyree Kill deep shots, Jalen Waddle underneath taking it, you know, 80 plus yards in the passing game. They also have a two-headed monster at running back in Raheem Mostert, who should be on track to play this weekend. And the star rookie, Devon A-Chain, who's been sensational in all the games he's played this season. Um, may I also add a fantasy, fantasy stud. I had him on my fantasy team, won the championship, but you know, I think it really comes down to the run game in cold weather, obviously. And the dolphins are as good as any other team in the run game. So I think that gets overlooked heavily heading into this game. I think the dolphins may even have a slight advantage in the run game. Well, even bigger than a slight advantage. All, all Kansas city has Pacheco, a great running back. But like I said, the dolphins just have speed everywhere. And and with these threats in the pass game, which obviously won't be as big as big of a factor, um, it just really opens up the run game for them. And we've seen that throughout the season. And as far as defensively goes for the Dolphins, I think it's a pretty simple game plan. I think you bracket Kelsey, double him off the line, take him out of the game, and then put you know, Jalen Ramsey on Rasheed Rice, which hopefully would limit his production as well. And that's, I mean, that's about the extent of the Kansas City weapons on the passing side of, of things. So... You know, I think it's an easy recipe on defense. Like I just said, bracket Kelsey, put your best corner on their best receiver, and then what else do they have? So, you know, I think I think Miami has advantage. I think the key to this game are, are the injuries up front to the Dolphins have on the defensive side of the ball, which are big, and how well that line is able to get to Mahomes and hold up against the run. If they can limit Pacheco in the running game, I think I think that really, really limits what Kansas City can do on offense. I am tempted to take Miami with the points here. I know it's in Kansas City, in Arrowhead. The Dolphins are really bad in cold weather, like we've said, but five and a half is a lot of points. I'm definitely, I think I'm definitely leaning under on total points, but if you can get an alternate spread plus, you know, seven, I'd take that for Miami and feel a lot more comfortable, but I don't see, I don't, and it's tough for either team to really pull away and win by six points in this cold of weather. So I'm taking Miami with the points here, plus five and a half. Moving on, we have the Packers versus the Cowboys. And I'll keep these last four kind of short. We're already over seven minutes here. But Packers versus Cowboys. Packers are getting seven points plus seven in Dallas. Dallas has been such a stellar team at home this season, as we've all known. But the main theme that I see everyone talking about leading up to this game is the Packers are playing with house money. And they really are. They have nothing to lose. No one thought heading into the season that they'd even be in this position, honestly. Jordan Love has been playing outstanding, especially on this back half of the season. Dak is leading the league in touchdowns, but Jordan Love is right there behind him in number two. So this one is another game that could get pretty interesting. I think the Packers are scary given the fact that they're playing with house money. Um, I like the Cowboys to win. However, I think the Packers cover seven. I think this offense is just too good. Um, the Cowboys... I think their defense gets overstated a little bit just because of the names they have on the defensive side of the ball. Aaron Jones has rushed for 100-plus in each of the last three games for the Packers. The Cowboys are notoriously not that great at stopping the run. So, you know, I think this could turn into a shootout as well. I think this has 
the potential to be a mid thirties game, 35, 30, you know, 35, 28 game. But I see the Packers covering seven points. I think the Cowboys ultimately win and move on. Um, people are talking about all the pressure on the Cowboys heading in this game. I get it, but I think after what McCarthy has done this season, turning Dak into an MVP candidate and what he's done, uh, making this team a legit contender. I mean, they're in the conversation up there with the 49ers and the and the Ravens as the top three favorites to win the Super Bowl. I think his job is safe. I think if they lose this game in tremendous fashion, then there's some debate. But I see people saying Belichick. I really don't see the appeal to that. He's he's 72, is he? He's, I mean, I don't know his exact age. I believe he's around 72. He's an older coach, obviously defensive-minded, which... You know, we'd be getting him for a late playoff push. We want the experience in the playoffs. But again, Mike McCarthy has that. He has a Super Bowl with Rodgers. So I don't see that much pressure on the Cowboys heading into this. They're big favorites. I think as long as they don't blow this in tremendous fashion, I think everyone's pretty much coming back besides Dan Quinn, who I think will take a head coaching job likely in Seattle. But I have the Cowboys winning money line. Green Bay Packers covering plus seven. Moving on to the Rams at the Lions. Now, this one is one of the most interesting games of the weekend. I think it is the most interesting game of the weekend. I'm really looking forward to this. The Dolphins, sorry, excuse me, the Lions, um, such a great team this year. That offense is amazing. However, their defense struggles so mightily against the pass. And you have Stafford coming into town who has Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, you have Kyron Williams in the backfield. I think this is a nightmare matchup for the Lions, especially in the first round. I think they got really unlucky with this draw here. Um, plus three for the Rams. I'm taking, I'm absolutely taking the points. It scares me a little bit, I will say, because there are so many people on the Rams this game that I feel like it's just the popular pick. I feel like they should be favorites at this point, which how many with how many people I've heard talking about them winning. But it's hard to bet against Stafford and, and, and McVay paired together, especially against a lackluster defense. I think this, again, has an opportunity to be a, a shootout. I think the Rams' defensive line will prove to be a difference maker in this game. And I think mm, I think they definitely will cover plus three. And I think it's going to be a really close game. I have the Rams slightly edging out the Lions. And, of course, if they do, the Cowboys would have a more favorable matchup in the second round. So I am rooting for the Rams let it be known. But yes, I have I have Rams money line as well as plus three. Uh, moving on to the Steelers versus Bills, which just got moved today to Monday because of weather. This is a game that's going to be absolutely insane to watch. I'm not even sure how we're going to be able to see the field. It's expected 60 plus mile per hour wind gusts as well as heavy snow. And I know they moved it to Monday, but the weather report looks eerily similar to that of Sunday. So I'm not sure how much that really is going to do for the weather conditions in this game. Definitely hammering the under on 38 points, I believe. And the Bills are minus 10 favorites, 10 point favorites. I don't see them covering that. I know the Steelers are a really bad team, but in conditions like this, I just think it's going to be so low scoring that it's going to be so hard to beat a team by 10. Um, the Bills have well, obviously the Steelers are now missing J.J. Watt, and they're one for 11 in the past two seasons without J.J. Watt. However, the Bills also have their own injuries on the defensive side of the ball. They're, they've been missing Milano all season. Um, they're missing one of their top safeties. I'm blanking on his name. Um, but I think the Bills pull this out. I think it's going to be closer than many people expect. It's going to be a run-heavy game. On one side, you have Najee Harris, who's been playing pretty well as of late, I will say, and then Mason Rudolph, who... 
uh, I think he's the deciding factor. I think he struggles in this game heavily, not going to be throwing the ball too much. And when he does, he has to make the most of it. Not sure if he has that in his bag. The Bills, on the other hand, they have Josh Allen, James Cook in the backfield, both of which are very capable runners. I think they just have a better running offense, better suited for this weather. Um, at home, I'm taking the Bills money line under 38. But I think the Steelers cover plus 10. Moving on to the last game, we have the Eagles at the Bucks. Again, a lot of people are saying this is going to be an upset alert. A lot of people leaning Bucks in this game. I have to say, I don't see it. I know A.J. Brown is injured. He's up in the air as to whether or not he'll play. And that, I think, is the deciding factor. Um, I mean, he's just a receiver, I know. And receivers aren't worth that many points as far as betting goes and as far as the game scores go, but he's just such a pivotal part to this offense. Devontae Smith is a very capable number two. I'm not sure about him being your number one receiver in a game, especially when you don't have that depth behind him. Um, Jalen Hurts has that hurt finger, so that's going to be very interesting as well. And the Eagles are obviously reeling. They're a reeling team here in the last half of the season. But I don't know. Going into Tampa, I know there's a lot going for Tampa here. They've been playing well as of late. However, they've been playing very lackluster teams. I believe they didn't even face a playoff team in the last five weeks of the regular season. So I don't know. I think the the, the Eagles are just such a more complete team. I understand they're reeling. I understand all the problems going on inside the locker room, allegedly. But they just should definitely win this game. I think they have the coaching. I don't know. It, it, it's definitely a tough call here, but... Buccaneers plus three. I think it will be a close game. That is such a tough line to call here. I I, I would take the Eagles money line. Uh, I would I would say under 44 is the line right now. I'd say under that. I think both teams may struggle to move the ball a bit. I heard it's going to be rainy during the day too for this game. So, you know, it could be tough to throw the ball. The Buccaneers have such a terrible run game that I think I think Philly is going to be able to pull it out. I think Buck Baker, excuse me, will have a pretty good game against this Eagles secondary, which has obviously been very bad um, throughout the course of the season. But I have the Eagles winning under 44, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Buccaneers cover plus three. I was leaning Eagles up until here, but you know what? Last minute, I'm taking the Bucks plus three, and that wraps up the weekend. So we have the Eagles advancing, the Bills advancing, the Rams advancing, the Cowboys advancing. I'm going to say between Miami and Kansas City, I think Miami has a strong chance here to win. I'm going to take Kansas City to pull it out in a close one and then the Texans advancing. So those are my picks this week. I'm looking forward to it. I think this is one of the best wildcard weekends we've had in a while here. A lot of very competitive games, a lot of opportunities for shootouts, a lot of, you know, a lot of crazy weather going on. So going to be a really exciting weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Going to be sitting on my couch every single day this weekend. Can't wait. And We'll be back and see how my predictions fared after this weekend. Thank you all for listening, whoever may be listening. And until next time.